Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Called to Serve podcast, podcast where we dive in to people's stories about whether it's preparing for a mission, uh, returning home from a mission, or just any missionary experiences in general. Um, I'm actually, I'm here with Abby Fawson. Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. She's from West Haven, Utah. Um, well, kind of moved around, but right now, West Haven, Utah, she's getting ready to serve over in the San Diego um, mission. Well, the Mormon battalion site over there. Um, she'll be there for six months and then she'll be um, serving over in Honolulu, Hawaii. But she reports in like 13 or so days. So yeah, just two under days. two weeks. And yeah, Abby, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to be on the show. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, we're excited to have you on the show and to, just to hear your story and your um, just, yeah, hear about what um, what led you to decide to serve a mission. So without um, without further ado, let's get into it. Abby, why did you decide to serve a mission? Um, I have always wanted to serve a mission ever since I was little. And I feel like usually you don't hear that. A lot of people kind of are like, oh, I never wanted to serve a mission. And then I like went up to school or I like did a camp or something and mm -hmm. just had a strong feeling to serve a mission. Yeah. So I feel like I've been fortunate in a way of like always having those good influences around me and I've always wanted to serve a mission. And when I was younger, probably I guess in second or third grade, um, we had some awesome elders in our ward when I lived in Washington State who um, I'd get home from school and it was almost summertime um, and they come over and pick me up and I had a friend that was taking lessons by the elders and so they come over and I give them pop school and we walk over to my friend's house and teach her the lessons and it was just such a neat experience to be with the elders and to be able to share the gospel with my friend and just like see how excited her family was to see us and so I think that's one of the biggest things that I was like oh like I can't wait to be a missionary like this is gonna be so awesome this is gonna be so cool so I'm really excited to go out and serve and that it's finally happening like I feel like you dream of this day and don't think it's gonna come as soon as it does and it's right around the corner now <laughs> yeah it's so true you know time really does fly it really does mm -hmm. and you know you blink and it's two years later <laughs> yeah that is yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, that's really cool. That's really cool. And and how did things go with, with your friend, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I can't remember completely, but I think they were able to still continue to do a few more lessons and we were really hoping for baptism, but they also had another church that they were kind of investigating as well. Okay. And I heard through the grapevine, they unfortunately didn't get baptized, which I was really sad about. Um, but I mean, they're still like super awesome people and I haven't heard, um, from them in a long time. So who knows, maybe they didn't make it back to the church and did decide to get baptized, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's really cool. And something that I've heard a lot and I think it's really powerful is just, you know, obviously the goal is baptism because that's how they enter the covenant path and all that. Right. 
But mm-hmm. if nothing else, if you're moving them closer to Christ, that that's a win. You know, yeah, that's, for sure. that's a win just because there's, there's so much good that could come from pointing them to Christ and Christ, getting them closer to Christ is getting them closer to baptism, to these things. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if maybe, you know, maybe she didn't get baptized yet. Um, but, but Hey, you know, if it, if she's one step closer or your friend, you know, that's all, that's all we can do. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I think that's an important thing to, to remember. And for me, especially as a missionary, it was, it was a little hard sometimes because obviously as a missionary, you, you know, you're going and you have those key indicators, right? You have, you know, you have the people on day for baptism, you have baptisms completed or, you know, things like that. And people that you've found for teaching and it's easy to get caught up in those and to overlook the good that's done sometimes aside from that you know obviously all this all those things are great amazing things like you shouldn't stop shooting for that mm-hmm. but don't don't get discouraged if usually i mean this is for those listening as well like don't get discouraged if for some reason for a little while like you just you don't you're not seeing too many of those numbers and i have those in air quotes um just just remember that all the good that that you do can't always be measured in a number. Mm-hmm. So. I totally agree with that. I feel like that's like a big, um, not necessarily issue, but a big thing that kind of gets glued into some missionaries' heads. It's like, oh, it's all about the numbers. Like I have to like get this many baptisms. But I feel like one of the biggest things is making those connections with those people that you teach. And even if they don't get baptized, at least you're able to, like you were saying earlier, bringing them just a little bit closer to Christ. And it can make such a big difference in their life. And I feel like if we kind of look back and realize just the small difference that we made, even if we didn't get to our end goal, that we are able to help someone else. And I feel like that will be able to help us kind of be a lot happier and like more excited in the end. Right. Yeah. And and the thing is too, like there's kind of a a pendulum, right? Because there's this, you can go so far that you're all about the numbers and then you can go so far that you don't care at all about the numbers. And it's as in a lot of things, you know, it's somewhere in the middle, (laughs) you know, that, that sweet spot where um, I forget who said it, but there's a quote that was given and it, the quote says, it's not all about baptism but it's all about baptism mm-hmm. because you know, like you were saying, you know, you can, you can get caught up in those numbers, but it's really the spirit of the numbers, you know, what those numbers represent that, that makes such a big deal is, you know, that mm-hmm. representation. So very powerful. Um, but, but I was talking to Abby before the show about her mission call and she's, called to serve in starting in San Diego, the Mormon battalion site, but then you're going to Honolulu after that. Um, what are your thoughts on that and how, I guess, what, what are the, the different questions you've got in light of that? Um, honestly, I was really shocked when I got my call and um, obviously super excited. I've never been to Hawaii. And then I have been to the Mormon battalion. My family went like two years ago. But um, it didn't say that part in my call until after it had said that I was going to go serve in Honolulu, Hawaii. 
Oh, wow. And so I like kept reading it, kept going. And I was like, oh, like what is happening? And so it was just super neat. And then the coolest thing that I've noticed with me opening my call and then watching some of my friends open their calls is right after people come up to you and they're like, oh, look, I know this person that served in that mission or I know this person that like went there or you find all these connections like right away. And I just thought that was really neat and really cool. And um, it really showed me that missions are that like uh, Heavenly Father really picks certain places just for you. And the reason I say that is because the Mormon Battalion, I have a relative, Dorperty Curtis, who served in the Mormon Battalion. So I just think that's super neat because I can go teach about him and his story and kind of get a look into like what he went through. And then also, I believe my fourth great grandfather um, served in Honolulu, Hawaii. And before I got my call, I did not know those things. And so it's just super cool to know that like, I'm going to be also serving not only my Heavenly Father and the people around me, but also my ancestors. And I'm going to be making them super happy and excited because I could kind of go back into time and see what they went through. So right yeah. yeah kind of carrying on the the legacy that's really cool mm-hmm, for sure super cool and and what a blessing it is just to have that information you know to have the resources to be able to i don't know if um like was it how did you find those things out like was it through family search or how did you initially find those out so um with the door party curtis i feel like i've heard a few things in the past about him but not a lot my family didn't talk about it a ton but my grandma is Mm. very into family history um i think she like worked for them or did something with family history stuff um a few years back and so and then my mom also enjoys doing a lot of it too and just the other day we actually pulled him up on family search and learned about him and was reading his story and it's just super cool. And then um, actually right when I opened my mission call, um, my grandpa came up to me and he's like, oh, like your fourth great grandpa served in Hawaii. Like, this is so cool. And he was telling me stories about it. And so I just thought it was so neat. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's passing the torch, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's super cool just to think to think that one of your ancestors was was there you know some years ago right mm-hmm. so cool so cool yeah. and i and i like what you were saying too about just how you know yeah god does call everyone to that specific place for that for like a specific reason mm-hmm. there are specific reasons there are people that you need to see you need to find you need to teach that need your just your the gospel from you and the way you'll present it, I just, I know that, that mission calls are inspired. And to your other point about how, you know, you had people coming up to you right after about, oh yeah, my, you know, my brother served there. My, I had a friend that served there or whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the world definitely becomes immensely smaller as uh, mm-hmm. after you've served a mission. It's, it's kind of cool how that, how yeah, that it really does. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Well, Abby, what advice would you give to those that are 
you know, a couple years younger than you, maybe they're not quite sure if they want to serve, or maybe they are, and they're just wanting to know how to better prepare, you know, what, what advice would you give? Um, so I have kind of been thinking about this one because, um, I do have a friend who's been kind of on the fence, whether she should serve a mission or not, or what she should do. And she would always call me like, I don't know if I should do this. Or she did start her papers, but kept running into like obstacles after obstacles. And so she would kept like call me and see like, if maybe I could help her out. And um, I'm grateful that she has decided to like open her papers and start them. But the biggest advice that, that I gave to her, because she was just kind of unsure of what she should do, if she should stay at school and like do school for another year and then go on a mission. Um, I was just saying that like, if you're not really unsure on what you kind of want to do in your life, whether like with school or like just kind of that stuff, I feel like a mission is such a good way to help prepare you in like spiritually, mentally, physically, like on all the aspects. And they're also able to like help guide you to what you need to do in the future, um, whether that's for your career or anything else. And so I don't know, I just feel like a mission is a good stepping stone to like help you get on the right path. That's powerful. That's really powerful. And I know that's true. The mission is never the, the wrong choice. You know, mm -hmm. it's never a wrong choice. It's never a bad thing. There are so many things that can be learned as a missionary and on the mission, like you said, in all aspects mm -hmm. of life. You know, your work ethic, especially, you can get that. That helps you with school. That helps you with work. That helps you with you know, the family down the road, like all of these things go back and will be benefited from serving a mission. So, yeah. So it really, I, I second what Abby says and just how, you know, if you are considering a mission, truly consider it, you know, because it won't do you any harm. If anything, it will do you a whole lot of good. Mm -hmm. So I feel right. like people don't come back. Sorry. <laughs> I don't feel like people come back from their missions and are like, oh, that was a waste of two years or, oh, that was a waste of 18 months. Like they come back and like most people are like, hi, oh, I wish I could just like be a missionary the rest of my life. Like I wish I could just work. And I was actually, I have a boyfriend out on a mission right now. And we were talking about that as well. Cause he's like, what am I going to do when I get home? He's like, I wish I could honestly just work as a missionary, you know? just because he's so used to it and he just really loves it. And I just think that's super neat. And those are uh, years of your life that you won't be able to necessarily get back, but you can take with you and use elements of your mission throughout the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very powerful, powerful thing. And it's just in, in a lot of ways, it, it's an anchor, you know, you can kind of anchor back to that, you know, whenever we, we face hard times. It's, it's important for us to have some type of spiritual experience we can kind of go back to. And for a lot of people, it's the mission. You know, when, when we felt, felt the spirit so strongly, undoubtedly, and for a lot of people, that's, that is that experience. So just really powerful things to consider. Um, Abby, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure getting to chat with you, hear your story, and hear your why for serving. Um, any final thoughts before we before we sign off? 
Um, I don't know, maybe just if you are considering a mission, I would definitely really take it to heart. Um, and even like for me, I've always wanted to serve ever since I was little, but if it wasn't, and not everyone's this fortunate with having their parents be super supportive. Like some people do really have to do everything on their own, prepare for their mission on their own. And you may feel like you're doing it on your own, but you also like, you have Christ right next to you every step of the way, because you're doing something that's not only beneficial for you, but also beneficial for him. Um, but the biggest thing for me was my mom was like, okay, like, let's start your mission portal. Let's start doing this. And so if I, if she wasn't there to help like push me to really get started, cause I feel like I'm kind of a person that like, oh, I'll say an idea, but it, sometimes it doesn't always come together, you know? And so she was there to really push me. Both my parents were really there to push me to get my papers all finished, um, get everything done. And I'm just grateful for their support on being there to help me get started and get my mission call and get set out. And so, I don't know, just if you are considering it, um, even if you have to do it on your own, like you should totally do it. It is going to make such a big difference in your life. And like we said earlier, you're not going to regret the choice that you made to serve a mission. So I would definitely do it. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much again for, for that advice and, but also just for, for sharing your story and, and wisdom on the podcast today. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Abby, you're going to be a great missionary over in San Diego and then in Hawaii. Give them heaven. <laughs> thank you. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.